Hey there, my name is Jonathan Lee, co-host of the EdTech Pod Squad. On behalf of my other co-hosts, I wanted to thank you for adding our podcast to your personalized professional development lineup. I also would like to invite you to check out my other podcast, the METC Podcast. The Midwest Education Technology Community, METC, podcast highlights the amazing things our regional educators are doing within their region, district, school, or classrooms. You can catch us on almost any podcasting site or check us out at metcedplus.org. All right, everyone, it is time for this month's EdTech Pod Squad. Your learning begins now. On episode 11 of the EdTech Pond Squad, the squad will talk about the value of EdTech certifications. Is the digital badge you get worth the free advertising you give to companies? The squad will be looking ahead to one of the biggest EdTech events of the year and break some exciting EdTech Pod Squad news. Well, before we get started, let's introduce ourselves. So I'm Erin Lawson. I'm from the Orchard Farm School District. I'm a tech coach there, and you can find me on Twitter at Erin underscore Lawson3. Hi, guys. This is Sam Hardesty-Knoll. I'm a ed tech coach in the Wentzville School District, and you can find me at TechKnoll on the Twitters. Uh, hey, everybody. It's Josh Howard. I'm a tech coach in Fulton, and you can find me my website at joshchoward.com or on Twitter at Josh C. Howard. Hey everyone, I'm JP Prezavento, Instructional Technology Coordinator at Fox Schools in Arnold. You can connect with me over on Twitter, Instagram, and the web at JP Prez, that's at J-P-P-R-E-Z-Z. And I'm Jonathan Lee, I am with METC and Education Plus. You can catch me on Twitter at Percent. All right, so we're the EdTech Pod Squad, like we said. Now, guys, I was just thinking about this. Can you believe, I think that we're actually coming up on a year soon for Ooh. EdTech Pod Squad. Yep, I was looking awesome. back through some stuff, so it's pretty cool. All Amazing. right, so what'd you say? Amazing. I had no idea. I knew that about that. I know. Happy I was anniversary. Woohoo! Yep, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> Okay, so next up, uh, we're, going to, we're going to be looking at our episode's content. So what's new? So we've got our EdTech Pod Squad at... Anybody? History! History! Oh, that's right. We're heading to Philly! That's right, everybody. So uh, make sure, if you're going to be at ISTE, to come check out our baller session on uh, using po uh, podcasts uh, for all sorts of cool stuff. Hold on, Josh. You said baller session what oh, you actually right, meant right. was this baller me. sessions plural that's right right that's right so the edtech pod squad will be giving a panel session all about connecting the world using podcasts and we'll be talking about the edtech pod squad in a poster session on monday as well so that's really exciting and we're looking forward to seeing everyone in philadelphia in june Man, I'm glad you have the details on when that is because I had I'd forgotten. I just knew we were going to be there. So uh, I would love to see all of our uh, Pod Squad fanatics come out and uh, share the Pod Squad the podcast love at uh, in Philly this summer. The Pod Squatters, the Pod Squatters, Pod Squatting. <laughs> yeah, you can call them that. Squatting in Philly. That sounds like a good sticker to get. That's <laughs> right. We will have stickers. That's all I know. I'm like, we will uh, have EdTech Pod Squad stickers. We might not have anything to talk about, but we're going to have stickers, everybody. So uh, show up. 
Okay, so with that exciting news about ISTE, we've got some great stuff coming up next month. We've got METC. So what's everyone doing at METC? Let's talk about stealing the show first, guys. We're going to have the EdTech Pod Squad live on Woo! Tuesday afternoon at ISTE. So if you, if you enjoy the show, enjoy hanging out with us, uh, come to, I think we're going to be in Grand Ballroom A sometime Tuesday afternoon, and we'll be doing a live podcast hoping to get some of you on air with us. Grand Ballroom B. Don't miss, uh, don't miss that because that's going to be good. Um, is everybody else presenting something? I'm presenting a couple of things. I'll be uh, doing a, a session called Chromebook Video Studio on Monday, and that's just going to be uh, real basic video projects you can do with a Chromebook. And then uh, I'll be in the Plaker space. Big props to uh, our, our boy Jonathan for uh, running the Plaker space. But I'll be over there uh, doing a – little talking about podcasting, uh, doing podcasts in your classroom, sessions, uh, podcasting with power. So doing that, uh, podcasting projects with students. Those sound like great sessions, Josh. I'm doing a couple sessions as well. Um, Aaron and I are combining um, with Amanda Moody, and we are doing a Just Tech League, um, trying to have a conversation around coaching and tools for coaches and just really having a good conversation about how to help one another. Erin, you want to jump in a little bit about Just Tech League too? Uh, just that I have my Supergirl cape all ready to go for the session. I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> so that's yeah. Best, that's going to be the best part. Yes. Right, right? Any so, session yeah. where the presenters are costumed is already like above the line in my book. That's the, yep. that's the jam. See, yep. see, see, Sam, weren't you going like Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman? Wonder, oh, absolutely Wonder oh, yeah. Woman. I think oh, I love it. I just Batman. now got it. Just Tech League, like the yep. Justice League. You guys. Yeah. That's see what there? So good. <laughs> Who's going to be Aquaman? Anybody? Anybody? No? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that should be a really good time. Definitely come, um, and we'll, we'll do, be doing a lot of connecting with each other in that, in that session. It'll be pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, my other session that I'm presenting on is called Every Learner is a Creator, and it's just walking through um, some units of study and just how Google tools can be woven into the things that you're doing into the classroom, but really taking it from the idea all the way to how to curate those materials. So excited about that session as well. Oh, that sounds great. I'm, I'm excited to sit in on that one, Sam. Um, I have a couple other sessions going on at METC. On Monday, we'll kind of be opening up the conference with a session called I Just Attended the Best Conference Ever, where we talk about um, how to plan for, attend, and then bring learning back from big conferences like METC to make sure that folks are getting the most out of their conference going experience and figuring out a way to bring learning back to their classroom so that they, we can increase that um, PD implementation rate from 34% to something a little bit higher. And then on Wednesday, I'll be doing a session first thing Wednesday morning. So guys, if you don't know, METC starts at 8 a.m. on Wednesday. And I would love to see you guys hanging out at Wednesday on Wednesday, 8 a.m. So I'm not presenting to an empty room. When I talk about creating memes, GIFs, and book snaps, oh my, making our kids um, creators when they read and giving them ways to kind of show what they know in some modern day mediums. And to confirm, the session started at 8 a.m. on Wednesday because the conference starts at 8 a.m. on Tuesday as well. So it's the same time frame. So the session coffee started. is provided. Coffee is provided. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, um, let me think. So I'm presenting, well, I've got the EdTech Pod Squad. I've got the Just, Test League, Just Tech League. And then I'm also presenting uh, with Colleen Skiles. And we are doing a connecting and learning um, from the New Zealand Kiwis. Uh, last summer, I got to go to New Zealand and um, study their educational system and found out uh, that Colleen has done some global collaboration with um, a lot of the classes that I got to actually go visit. So it was truly kind of a cool thing. So she and I are joining together to uh, talk about um, the educational system in New Zealand, but also the importance of global collaboration and digital citizenship. So it'd be pretty cool. That sounds amazing. Yeah. All right. So um, anything else? I think we just like totally taken over MBTC. Anybody? Is there, are there any other presentations? Or are we just covering the whole uh, week? I think that we have enough sessions to fill the entire schedule is what it sounds like. It might just be us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are going to move on uh, to the coach's corner. And the first thing that we have here, we have our drag and drop in Google Classroom. So what's, what's that all about? So in true Google fashion, um, they've made some additions to Classroom. If you haven't been into Google Classroom in the last couple of weeks, you should check it out. Um, it, it definitely has had a little bit of an overhaul and definitely has a streamlined uh, design like some of their other products but one of the features that they rolled out because teachers were requesting quite a bit is just the ability to drag and drop in that classwork section so if you're within a topic you can take any one of your materials quizzes those types of things and you can just drag and drop them into whatever order that you want them to be in so it's nice and easy for organization my teachers were very excited about this that sounds Finally. Awesome. And I'm just seeing this for the first time. Classroom is totally, uh, <laughs> I guess the material redesign is here for uh, Google Classroom. But yeah, this is great, especially if they have, uh, it looks like they've reworked the classwork tab so you can actually change the layout of where assignments sit, uh, which will be a game changer. I haven't actually used this yet. It's brand new for me, but um, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah, they definitely changed the layout of it. Our students, when they logged in for the first time and it was different, they were all freaking out. <laughs> Change it back. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> it looked, I, I think it looks great. I think yeah, it looks great. Really good. And apparently on the keyword blog where they, where they talked about this update, they did a little uh, meme of the look. And the meme, they did a little, had a little action, I guess, because there's actually four tabs in their meme. And the fourth tab says great. So I guess, I guess oh, well, is that for a grade book? Probably, but it's yeah, not currently out there yet. Is it? No, is it's it? not. It's a uh, grade book. I don't even know if it's out yet, but we had yeah. some teachers apply to use it. Um, gotcha. And it sounds cool, but uh, yeah, I haven't actually seen it yet. Yeah. Do you guys have, does anyone have that beta? I'm looking at the grade, the grades tab right now, but I'm wondering if anyone else has that. We do. We have a few teachers that are using it in beta right now. Um, and it's not 100% seamless, but it has, they have been able to pass things back and back with our student information system. So that's, um, that's, a, huge, that's a huge piece of classroom uh, to be able to have that grade pass back with your information system. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, I, we have the grade book. I haven't really done anything with it yet. And I want to, you know, we've talked about 
teachers and being in that beta program. But if you guys don't mind, I want to take a second and just remind everyone out there who's listening about how they can get involved with some of these Google Classroom um, beta programs. <laughs> I had quite a few teachers um, from Fox over here email me and say, JP, I want to apply for this beta, but I don't think I can. This is I need an administrator, so I emailed my principal. Uh, so if your school wants to be part of the Google beta program where you get things like the grade book early or this kind of mystical locked mode on Google form quizzes that may or may not be coming anytime ever. Still kind of hanging out waiting. They've said January on the locked quizzes thing. Uh, it's, it's getting to the point where I'll believe it when I see it. Exactly. But if you want to get in on that beta, um, you, you have to ha make sure that someone who is a Google domain administrator in your district actually applies for that. Um, you have to fill out a form to agree to be part of the beta and then you just fill out a little application and then they will uh, kind of get back to you on that. But it can't, you can't just be an individual teacher saying, yeah, I want in. You have, that has to go right. from the um, Google domain administrator level. And you just have to do that once for the district, I believe. Um, I just dropped in the show notes, the application for the grade book in locked mode beta in the, it's in the show notes. So if uh, that anybody wants to check that, the link's there. Speaking of links, we have linked drawings and docs. Yeah, so this is a new feature that just came out uh, very recent. I heard actually on the Google Teacher Tribe and checked it out and it is pretty slick. So similar to uh, linked slides with Google Slides or linked uh, charts and tables with, with sheets, if you are in Google Docs, you can go to insert and then you have options for drawings, which you've always had the option for drawing, but it opens up like a little window. Um, you now have the option to open either that window for a new drawing or a drawing from your drive. So if you've already created a Google drawing, you can insert a drawing from your drive. And then as you make changes to that drawing, um, you'll have like the little update button like you do when you have um, uh, link slides and that thing. So it'll update automatically so you don't have to worry about copying and pasting and moving things back in and downloading JPEGs and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. I love that. I will definitely use that a lot. Yeah. All it right. Begs the question: Why wouldn't it be in Google Slides? I don't know. So why can't you enter drawings in Google Slides? But anyway. it'll get there. It'll get soon. there yeah. soon. Yeah. We'll just uh, use get that the uh, use that feedback because <laughs> I feel like things never. People talk a lot about why didn't this? Why didn't this work? Why can't we do that? Um, you have to leave the feedback. That's what they always say. That's the way to get something done. And don't just leave feedback, leave specific feedback. Yeah, yes. What's the problem? What's the solution? And why will it help teachers? Good points. All right. In the last part of our coach's corner, we have digital breakouts from Tanya. Is it coffee? Sure. Coffee? Let's go coffee. coffee. Uh, okay, coffee. I think it was, this was a tweet that I saw. Um, and so this coach, I don't even know where she was because she doesn't have an about page, but um, she is put together a bunch of digital breakouts and I'm putting the link in the show notes now. And they have, I mean, just a ton, ton of them out there available. One of which like, so if you go to, there's one like the 50 States and not every state has one, but if you click on like a North Dakota, she has one for North Dakota and there's a digital breakout on North Dakota. So if you want to learn more about North Dakota and there's, I can't remember how many she's got so far, but she's got so many digital breakouts they already done. And she um, will collaborate through Flipgrid or share answers with you as needed. Um, so that's pretty cool because digital breakouts are, are pretty cool. That sounds awesome. We'll definitely go check that out. Pretty cool. Okay. Is there anything else we want to share before we move on to our featured content? All ready to go? Okay. 
All right, so our featured content, we are going to be talking about the value of EdTech certifications. Um, this whole thing kind of came about, um, I work with our district technology committee and we, you know, one day we were talking about, you know, what are some things that we can do to learn and grow uh, technology wise. And so we started talking about certifications, um, ambassador programs, things like that. And because uh, in, in Orchard Farm, we have all of our certified teachers, they are all Google level one certified. So they uh, wanted to know, we you know, what else can we do, especially in our district tech committee with leaders, like what can we do to do more basically and learn more. So we put together this big list of ed tech certifications and ambassador programs and I was just kind of blown away with um, how many things that there are out there um, for people to do. So I'm just curious just to start off with uh, what what are you guys certified in or are you ambassadors for things like I'm Google level one, two trainer and I'm an ambassador for Bloxels and I need to do more obviously. So what do you guys got going on? So I uh, would echo that, Erin. Um, I'm Google One, Google Two trainer. I'm also an Apple teacher. Um, and then I have a Brain Pop certification. Ooh. So I'm a certified Brain Pop That's educator. And just a huge shout out that my certificate is signed by Moby himself. <laughs> that is fancy. You know Moby? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I am yeah. so jealous. I know. Um, I guess uh, me, like I was really into this at one point until I kind of realized that it feels a little, I don't know, slimy um, that you're advertising for an app that where they're making money off of people that you sign up for it. But um, I have Google certifications, one, two, trainer. Um, and then I, I had uh, – we, we used um, Moodle and Edmodo, so I was certified using those platforms. We, I had one for Plickers. I think I still do, just because I really liked it and I used it all the time. And they sent you, and this is when I kind of started to feel weird about it, is they send you like stickers and they sent me like two sets of Plickers cards. Um, so uh, I started gathering that stuff and I would like give it away to teachers and things. But at the same time, part of the expectations are that you like lead sessions in your district on it and... Uh, so that's when I kind of started to question a little bit, but yeah. What do I have? I have um, Google level one, two and trainer. Um, and then I think I have a screencastify thing. I'm looking around my, I don't think I've print them all. So I don't know what I have. Yeah. That's my problem too, is that I have so many. I forget. <laughs> like I was a wee video ambassador. I had um, Nearpod, uh, screencastify I totally forgot about because I have that too. I think that's part of the problem. I think the problem is I don't have them all over my um, Twitter banner, so I don't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that, that dude. All the cool people do. Start editing that. Twitter. Oh, wait, does someone in this group do that, Jonathan? <laughs> yeah, I think Aaron Lawson 3 does it. <laughs> Not the underscore, just the Aaron Lawson 3. Oh, that's a different person. <laughs> that's a different person? Okay. <laughs> Gosh. Jonathan, what do you have? I know, I mean, you know, you. I don't have you to know. pull it up so I remember. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't have like any sort of amazing certification whatsoever, do you? I mean, there's just. No. The ISTE one, I guess, would be the most amazing, I guess, only because it's new. But. Um, it is the amazing one. I was hoping you would say that. Weren't yeah. you like the first person ever to yeah, get Yeah, you're like a pioneer, man. In the whole yeah. world. <laughs> of course I am. Yes, I was lucky enough to be the first. 
it's it's pretty cool to be in that that group. And I mean, regardless if it's one or two thousand, it's just gonna be cool to kind of be part of that uh, certification process. And just I mean, we actually just had an email the other day. Why should somebody be is he certified? And I was like, why should you be certified in anything? And I was like, I think I'll email back today. Say just check out the Pod Squad and and, and here because. It's just kind of proof that you understand the product or the concept or the the the, the process that goes along with that um, particular badge. But it's pretty cool. Other badges I have, which I'm I'm the same as you guys. I can't even get into my Twitter account right now, of course. So um, I'm an Osmo bad ambassador. So I, I do some work with Osmo and then my Microsoft stuff, which everybody makes fun of because you know it's Microsoft, but. They've got some pretty cool products out there, and um, so I do a little bit of training with their stuff too. So are there, are there any certifications that you've been thinking about, any of you all, that you're like, maybe I need to look into that? Because I've been looking into the the Apple, like, what is it, Apple Distinguished Teacher? Distinguished Educator, yeah. Yeah, I've been looking into that to see if maybe that's something I need to check out. Um I don't know. Uh, Andy Wall, one of our innovation teachers, he's a Spiro hero, and he really likes he really likes that. Uh, we have a couple teachers that are Flipgrid ambassadors. Um, I don't know. I just kind of been looking into some of those certifications. Do you guys have any that you've been curious about? Well, I know the big one for me. I don't know if it's a big one, but one that's been on my mind, especially in the last few days. You know, as we record this on the seventeenth of January, um, the Google Innovator. Um, 2019 cohort dates just came out. So I spent a little bit of time um, kind of looking at that information and looking at the last round of accepted videos and innovator projects, you know, cause that like, and it might just be, you know, cause we're all kind of Google folks around here, but that seems to be kind of like the, you know, the big one to really kind of get and you have to be accepted and it's super exclusive. Um, that's one, you know, the, the ADE, the Apple Distinguished Educator has been on my mind a little bit. And I have actually a group of teachers right now who are working towards their common sense media educator certification. Uh, Cause we're starting to do a lot of work with digital citizenship and kind of figuring out what that looks like um, scope and sequence K to 12. So I have a team of educators who are getting that certification that I think I also, and that might be one that I have already. Um, they're doing some work with that as well. So that's kind of what's on my mind. I would uh, I totally echo what JP said. One thing that we have our teachers do is we try to get the school certified with common sense uh, education uh, with their digital citizenship curriculum. So that's one that we keep up and we actually find a lot of value in because their curriculum is good. It's got lessons. It's easy to get teachers to buy into it. And it's not like we're pushing a, I mean, it's kind of like a product, but at the same time, it's uh a valuable thing that they need to know and students need to know. So it's not like use this assessment tool, but it's like, here's some uh, content that you should know about as a teacher. Something uh, obviously innovator, something I'm interested in. I've applied for that before and not gotten it. So obviously I'm going to be trying to get that again uh, soon. But um, actually the ISTE certification, I think is something that would be really good for a person, especially if you're a person like me who is in your instructional technology leadership to have a good backing in the ISTE standards and what those look like in classrooms. Not something that every single person in your district needs to get, but maybe good to have somebody in a leadership position. So that kind of thing would trickle down to uh, your other staff, teachers, people that are uh, in classrooms, things like that. JP, I know we were talking about the, the Google Innovator stuff um, a while back. And, you know, I think, you know, with the Google Innovator things, it's, 
for anybody who's listening, um, if you've already tried to tried for that and you're feeling and you didn't get it, you know, and you're feeling kind of bummed. I mean, it sounds like um, a lot of people apply for that Google Innovator um, several times. And I mean, we've heard of people that have applied, you know, five, six times until they finally got it. And so that seems to be definitely one that you just have to really keep, you know, trying for and everything. Keep going back to it. Have you guys kind of heard the same thing? Uh, yeah, that's what I heard. I applied for it last fall and I didn't get it, but the, uh, the innovator hashtag is really great for uh, connecting with people who've done it before or, or who put their video out and are looking for like feedback and stuff. Like um, it's a, it's a tricky one. That's uh, people say can be really subjective. So it's hard to know exactly what they're looking for. So the best thing is to not get down on yourself and be inspired by those other folks who are also pushing to get it. So, and I can't remember exactly what that, what their hashtag was. I'll find it and I'll put it in the, in the show notes, but um, Google, oh, somebody put it there, the Google EI uh, hashtag. So yeah, like get on there. There's, that's good feedback. People will uh, kind of help get you going if you're, if that's something you're interested in uh, pursuing. Yeah. I'd appreciate it if you didn't apply for the, um, England one or the Sydney one because I think I'll go for those. The other ones you can <laughs> apply. <right>. Perfect. <laughs> we can go to so like, isn't there like so a Hong Kong knows, one? Nobody else apply for those two because Jonathan <laughs> wants to be the only person there. <laughs> that is, like, there's going to be so much power in that room with, with Jonathan. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> So talking about all these certifications and ambassador programs, things like that, I mean, do we, is there a, is there a value in having these digital badges, basically? Like, what do you guys feel? Is there a value in these? Um, I'm going to speak on the Google level one and level two badges. Um, I, I feel like there is a, a value to them. And, and I think the value is in having that competency to be able to use those Google products within the classroom um, for instruction. Um, it's nice to have that after your name or that, hey, I'm certified level one and two, but really the content that Google provides and the modules that they walk you through, if you follow those and, and you're successful with that, it really gives you a good base for how to use those products in the classroom. Um, and I've noticed as they've evolved that kind of certification, you know, now they're really talking a lot more about pedagogy and and how to use it, how to use the tool with pedagogy, which I think we would all stand up and cheer about because we know it's about the, the task and not necessarily the tool that they use. So I, I would love, like I completely applaud Orchard Farm and having their teachers be certified level one. I would love to see more districts say, you know, we're a one-to-one -one district. We want, and we're a, a Google Apps for Education. We want our teachers to be at least level one certified and our administrators too. Yes, our administrators have it as well. And um, when we started doing that, it, it was awesome because all of our PD then um, changed from here's Google Drive and here's how to go in here and here's how to filter your email. And it changed from that. And we were able to then move into, um, you know, like looking at the SAMR level, we were able to go definitely from that substitution and move on to the, to have some better lessons for sure. So like, I'll just echo, we don't require all teachers to get it. We're working towards that. But um, I think it, especially with the Google, if you're a Google school, you really should look into investing in some training on le at least level one. 
so I had I kind of do a side hustle where I contract with districts to come in and do uh, certification trainings with their teachers. And I am always stunned about some of the simple things that I do every day that I will show to a, gr a group of veteran seasoned teachers. And I get like the, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Or, wow, that's so cool. Like, uh, I showed a group of teachers the Explore tool in Docs the other day. And they were, uh, they couldn't believe, oh, you can do your citations right there. Oh, you can pull up your research from your drive. That's amazing. I can't believe it. And that's stuff like I would want, like if my kids were in a teacher's class, I'd want them to like know how to use the basic tools like to their fullest potential. So um, in expecting your teachers to have a baseline level of the, the tools that you are handing them over whenever they become a teacher in one of your classrooms, I think the level one certification should be like the minimum. And um, I would highly recommend at least something like that. Now, I think when you get over into more specific one app over another, um, I think that it gets a little more tricky. But like when you're talking about investing in a whole suite because uh, your email is already there, your storage solution is already there, I think there's a lot of value in using a certification like the, the Google certifications. I agree. And I mean, I even had um, a student teacher who, you know, she's still in school, finishing up her student teaching and she stopped by and I helped her with her Google level one um, because she wanted to have that on her resume because she felt like it was important to have that there um, for any of these school districts that have gone one to one. And she's like, I want to demonstrate to them when they when they look at my resume, like this teacher is already ready to go. They already have their level one and they're ready to use these devices uh, to the fullest. So I thought that was pretty cool. I think it absolutely should be like, uh, that's a great hiring point. And especially as somebody who has input on hiring decisions, that's a, that's a selling point for our district because if you already know how to do all this stuff, that's a big bunch of money that we have, we can save on training you how to do it already. You know, for me, I, I think about kind of what my district's invested in. Um, you know, when I went for the, the Google trainer, you know, we were really invested and still are obviously in that Google suite and doing a lot of learning around that. So it just really made sense for me to, to pursue that specific certification. If for nothing else, you know, when I think about pursuing those certifications for things that my district is invested in to grow my network when it comes to that particular resource, like, you know, we're all um, Google trainers in the room. So we all, you know, know the power of that Google trainer email group. Um, you know, that there are thousands of educators you can throw that question out to um, and get, you know, get feedback, get ideas from some of the, the folks who are doing that training on the ground every day. So it's really for me all about what can I do to strengthen my network and the network I bring to bring back home to Fox. That's a good point, JP. I never, I didn't really think about it like that. Like, it's just not really about the badge or that, just that actual certification, but it's where that, where can that certification lead you to, to, to get your, to develop your PLN, connect with others, um, have other people to bounce ideas off of that. I feel like that definitely then gives um, more value than to having a certification. Okay, so um, if you are, um, if you're listening and you're curious about what that big, huge list look like of EdTech certification ambassador programs, uh, we will definitely include that link in our show notes. All right, so um, basically the show's almost over. So I, gu I guess we'll probably just be seeing everybody at METC next month, right? JP, when was that again that we are going on at METC? 
We are Tuesday. I think it's one. It's either one o'clock or two o'clock. Wow. Uh, one o'clock Tuesday. One o'clock Grand Ballroom B. The EdTech Pod Squad will be recording live, and if you're in the room, you can be on the show. Yeah, you can be part of the show, y'all. We're gonna have uh, microphones everywhere, so we're gonna get you and uh, have you be part of it. So come ready to uh, to contribute to the show. Sounds really great. All right, so before we sign off, let's just go around one more time so that everybody uh, remembers who they were listening to this entire time on this show. <laughs> so again, I'm Erin Lawson, and um, I'm the tech coach at Orchard Farm, Erin uh, underscore Lawson3 on Twitter. And I'm Samantha Hardesty Knoll, Ed Tech Coach at the Wentzville School District, and you can reach me at Tech Knoll. Josh Howard, uh, I am the tech coach in for Fulton Public Schools in Fulton, Missouri. Uh, my website, joshchoward.com, and you can hit me up on the Twitters at Josh C. Howard. And JP Presveno, Fox School District. Connect with me on all the social medias at JP Pres. I also host the Bits and Bites of Education podcast. And by the time this episode drops, you'll be able to come on and check out my episode with the Josh Howard, all about creating in Google Slides. Oh, it's going to be good, y'all. Better tune in for that one. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, I am Jonathan Lee. I'm a structural tech specialist for METC. And excited to see all of you at the METC conference next month i was almost said next week i hope it's not next week next month in february and you can also catch the metc podcast we have all of the spotlight educators um they did an episode so they will all be speaking every day at the conference so you come check us out and you can connect me on twitter at jaylee tech percent all right. And then actually that METC uh, recording that we are doing, that'll be our February, that'll be released in February as well. So definitely listen for that. If you are not able to attend METC, then check it out. I mean, you can listen for that episode. It'll be pretty cool. So, all right. Well, let's sign off, guys. See you guys later. See you at METC. All right, everyone. And listen up. Bye, everyone. Peace. See you later. At METC. Whoop, whoop. 8 a.m. <laughs>